Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. All right, we are back for another Friday financial wrap up with Mr. Michael Zuber. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, you know, getting through July. This is for July the 21st, 2023. And uh, very interesting. Let's talk about existing home sales. What are your thoughts? What did you see this week? Yeah, so existing home sales came out on Thursday. Uh, kind of right around what I expected. We did 4.16 million annualized units. That's down from the previous month, which was 4.3. But we've got no inventory to sell, right? The active inventory uh, tie is the lowest for June on record. I'll say that again. Active inventory is the lowest on record for the month of June. So not a lot of housing to sell. Uh, we got interest rate lock-in, all of those things. Price, right? Transactions down. I think they were down like 20% year on year. Uh, but price, uh, we are down slightly, uh, although the number was the second highest ever. I think it was wow. like 410,000. Uh, just last June was 413. So most of the country, you know, heading back up, Austin, Texas being the one market that is clearly still uh, struggling. In fact, it's it's the only market in the la in the big 30. That's down month on month. All other 29 are up. Uh, but yeah, existing home sales, we got to get used to this. If you're in the mortgage game, you're in, uh, you know, you're a real estate agent. You, you got to run your business like we're going to do four to 4.3 million transactions for the next couple of years. I don't, I don't have good news for you. Um, but that said, you build a business that thrives in that environment. You're going to be a rock star for the next couple of decades. But yeah. Yeah, 4.16. That was the total for the month of June. So wild. I mean, low inventory, it, it, it's an old story, but it continues to just dominate real estate in so many ways. I think for everybody out there, stay till the very end because um, Michael and I will put a bow on it, meaning that when we wrap up, we'll get through all the topics. I, I have some thoughts about existing inventory, and I want to revisit a couple of thoughts that we've talked about and, and, and tie it all together with opportunity. Let's continue okay. though, with the show notes, uh, new construction. What did you see? What did you see this week? And uh, maybe your thoughts about new construction. Well, so I, this is, this is a personal story, but I want real estate agents because a lot of you are struggling with existing home sales. So yep. this is my story. When I say my, I mean, Olivia and I's, we make the decision to buy a home in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, we happen to work with a great agent out there named Brian Lebo, who's been on my channel many times, the Lebo Group. He has a great YouTube channel. Knows Vegas like the back of his hand. We spend, I go back several times to find, look for existing home sales. Just nothing makes sense. Uh, we end up go looking at new construction and we find one community that we love. Um, it's a little bit above what we wanted to pay, uh, but long story short, we found uh, some inventory that they had that was completed. Uh, we got a 10% discount, 11% discount on price. We got uh, a mortgage rate, 30-year fixed below 5%. Uh, 
and we got 10% closing cost credit. And most importantly, we got Brian Lebo paid. If you are a real estate agent and you are struggling to find existing home products, get off your ass and go look at new construction. Brian Lebo is going to make, you know, tens of thousands of bucks and we bought a new home. A lot of you agents are avoiding new homes for the wrong reasons. Go get involved, register your clients, do whatever that builder wants and go get paid. So spot on. So spot on. And that that's all about the pivot. And it's so obvious. And yet we never really talked about it. It's interesting. When we tie a bow on it at the end, I'll, we'll actually, I want to come back to a couple ideas that you just triggered. So let's continue. Let's talk about the 30 year mortgage interest rates. What did you see this week? I know it's been a roller coaster over the last 90 days. Let's, let's check in on it. What are your thoughts there? Yeah. So rates, uh, since the last week they've come in, I think they were, the cycle peak was like 7.18, something like that. They've come down to sub six, nine. I think they're just going to finish up around seven. I think there's a general feeling as we'll close with the feds going to pop, you know, raise next week. So I think, I think, I think we need to get used to around 7% owner rock and 8% as investors. I don't see us going substantially higher, uh, nor do I see us going substantially lower. Uh, at least for the next several weeks. Interesting. Okay, something that we'll keep an eye on. Again, we'll tie it all together. Let's continue to go. Unemployment claims. This week, your thoughts, what happened? Yeah, so this is kind of a good news, bad news story, depending on how you want to look at it. Good news, less people are fi filing unemployment claims. We had about a three-week, maybe four-week period where we were north of 260,000. We... Uh, clearly have reversed that trend. We just printed, I think it was 230 or 228, a nine week low, 9,000 less than last week, 8,000 less than expected, which is good news. You never want to see unemployment go up, but it's also kind of the last number before the fed meets next Tuesday. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they're going, they're, they're going to give you another quarter, even though I think it's a mistake, it's coming. Interesting. Interesting. And we'll finish. We'll come, we'll come to the fed meeting, but before we do, let's talk about retail sales. What, what reported this week, retail sales and your thoughts on it. Yeah. So retail sales is a very interesting number. You have to remember it's reported in nominal terms, not real. We'll talk about that in a minute. Expectations were for the consumer to keep buying and go up 0.8%. They actually only went up 0.2. So a significant miss. Uh, but when you also calculate CPI, which we talked about two weeks ago, it was also up 0.2. So if you take a nominal reading of 0.2, subtract inflation of 0.2, you actually get retail sales growth of zero or flat. So not a great number. I think it's clear more and more consumers are pulling back. Although I got to tell you, I've been at the airport a couple of times the last three or four weeks. Wild. We just had United and American and Delta report great earnings. So people are still traveling. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think you're seeing the re you know, retail slow down a little bit. Interesting. Travel up, retail slowing down. Let's talk about the Fed meeting next week. I think that's probably the hottest topic, at least going forward over the next seven to 10 days. No, oh, yeah. 25 no basis points. What is your thought? What happens next yeah, week? Yeah, it's coming. Uh, I don't like saying it. I will admit I'm wrong on Wednesday when it happens. Uh, I'm going to hold to my, they're not going to raise. They yep. shouldn't raise, but I think it's coming especially with that unemployment claims on Thursday. It's like, 
if that would have popped to like 310 or 315 or 320, maybe you could have you could have gotten it. But going down and being below expectation, they're going to go. The Fed's going to go until they clearly break something. Uh, I do think it'll prove to be a mistake. How you will measure a mistake is if they have to cut rates in nine months. So what would that be? So call it by April of next year. Yep. If they cut by April, it's a mistake. If they don't cut, then it was the right thing to do. But yeah, Fed meeting. And again, I actually think a quarter point move is the least important thing. There are three things that will happen Wednesday. You'll get the quarter point. Okay. Who cares? You will get the press release, like all 15 or 18 Fed presidents agree on a group statement. Yep. Kind of who cares? But then the most important thing, Ty, will be when Powell steps up to that microphone and shares his opinion. What we are learning from Powell is he is okay with group think for yep. the press release. But boy, when he gets in front of that mic and he lets his thoughts out, that could be market moving. And the, and the thing to watch, and I have no idea what's coming, is he going to be an uber hawk like Jackson Hole? Is he going to be, yeah, you know what? This might be the last one. And also, let's not forget, there's no Fed meeting in August yep. because it's Jackson Hole. So the next meeting is September. So I suspect he's going to talk tough because he needs to buy time for, you know, 8, 10, 12 weeks until the next meeting. So, yeah, Jerome Powell in front of the mic is the most important thing next week. Interesting. And so let's break that down for the listener and for the viewer. So if you're watching this or listening to it, when you describe a hawk and I, and I all my own interpretation is that basically he's going to say, Hey, look, we're going to stay rates are going to stay up. I've got to keep these fed rate. I've got to keep the federal rate up. It's going to mm -hmm. stay like this. And that basically he wants to see wall street slow down he wants to see the economy, the spending. He wants to avoid inflation and what could happen if he doesn't raise the rate. Is that maybe elaborate yeah, I think on it, that? I, I think it's even a little bit more than that. I think a, a true hawk would be like, yeah, Fed rate increase was a layup this time. We're going to do it next time too. We may even do another one. That's a hawk. Interesting. right? Okay. I, I think the market anticipates one and done. A hawk is, dude, this one's happening, and dude, the next one's happening. And you know what? We might give you a third one. That would be a hawk. God. So we're not done. We're not through the woods. Inflation's still a problem, could be a problem. We're worried about it. You should be worried about it too. Don't go out and buy a new house or new car or whatever the case may be. Like he's basically want to make sure that the, well, I wouldn't say fear, but that people are cautious, right? The difference well, between dude, the, fear and cautious the, moving forward. The Dow has been up eight days in a row, tech's back up, and you know, all these. He is looking at the stock market going, damn, what do I got to do? We've gone up 500 basis points in 13 months. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> people are still drunk. <laughs> yeah. No joke. No joke. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let, so let's wrap it all. Let's put that bow that we talked about. And I, and I really, I purposely tried to move through this a little bit quicker, less dialogue on my part, because I think we it's important to spend at the end here to really connect the dots for a one rental at a time investor, for the realtors, the real estate professionals who wholesale or fix and flip, 
or loan originators, all of the above. Um, you talked about new construction. That's an opportunity, right? Elaborate on that. Yeah. So I think I think that was a great way to break it down. I think if we talk about agents, one rental at a time students, um, and like wholesalers and all that, I, I have different answers for all three of you. Sure. So my answer for new construction is realtors, you're missing an opportunity. Yep. I know it's naturally to think builders don't want to pay you. I know they may give you 2% versus three, but in a market where the marginal price point is almost equal, I've never seen a margin so skinny. And in fact, Lance Lampert put out a tweet yesterday, it's 4%. But if you understand that your buyer needs, it needs to be affordable. I can tell you that a 4.99 is a lot better than seven and a quarter. It's just more exactly. affordable. So go figure out builders, who they're working with, talk to them, figure out existing inventory, what's coming, and go get paid at new construction. If I was an agent today and I was starving, I would go see three new builders a day and I would learn their models. I would walk through, I would do content. I would invite people to say, hey, I can help you. Let me introduce you to Mary or Bob or blah, blah, blah. I would become the expert in three or four communities around me. That's that's number one. Yeah. It's interesting too that you say that, Michael, and it, and you triggered a thought when when you mentioned it earlier in the in the interview, is that um I can remember back in the 99, 2000 market, there was a guy, and I'm like, that guy's not that with all due respect, he's not that good. He's not that talented because he was not good at resale the whole idea of prospecting and lead follow-up and listing appointments. But what the guy did, he, I heard like, Oh, he's making all this money. He's so successful. And I'm like, Oh, how, what, and what it was this guy. And this is interesting because this connects. He built a book, a presentation book, and he had every builder within 30 miles. He had basically all the brochures, all the floor plans. He knew everything about all of those subdivisions that were coming up out of the ground and that's yeah. his whole thing is he would basically pitch basically, oh, you're looking for this price range? Oh, I've got one, two, or three. What would you like to go see? And the guy basically built, and because of the digital age today, you like you said, they could go on social, talk about these communities, go out there, and really know the ones, okay, if there's 10 builders in your community, these are the three or four that are paying co-ops. Exactly. And push the hell out of those. Pitch the hell out of those. Talk about those all day long in your social media and your stories and in your feeds and pictures of you out in front of and make friends and take coffee to the salespeople so that when you bring somebody in and what's beautiful about a new home, we have one. We actually have one, one client that's in escrow and it's like, oh my God, it's the longest escrow ever. Well, guess what? It's going to close in like September, October now. So it's right around the corner, but here's the beauty of it is it was literally go in, register and fill out one little questionnaire yeah. With your license Done. number, broker, blah, blah, blah. And they do everything Done. else. It's so easy. Exactly. Realtors, I know it's tough out there, but pivot. This is an opportunity. Go get it. I love it. Any any other closing thoughts on opportunities for the, the community? Yeah. So for one rental at a time, folks, the market's slowing down, which is what we want. I strongly recommend looking at days on market. That's going to expand. The seasonal slow season is here. Uh, get comfortable writing disrespectful offers. I just sent out, you know, I got five, I think it's five cards I'm sending out today. So I know it works. Two golden tickets and three other ones. 
just do the work. Um, you can't, you know, don't wish for the market you, you want, just deal with the market you have. And right now it's right. Disrespectful offers on, you know, days on market over 30 days. It's working. I love it. Thank you, Michael. Where can people find out more information about your course, about what you're doing in the community? Yeah. One rental at a time.com, my YouTube channel. Uh, we are still giving out a hundred bucks in goodies. If you buy the three ninety nine course and I'll give you 450 bucks in goodies. If you buy the seven ninety nine uh, mentoring option, which includes 30 minutes of my one-on-one -on -one time. So get them while it's hot. The price points are going to 500 and 1000 shortly. So save a little money, buy them now. Love it. Buy it now, folks. Michael, thank you for all the work you do. Have a great weekend. Take care.